Hello, this is Kashara Johnson, and you are listening to Undiscovered Worth, the podcast, a podcast where I have open and honest conversations with a variety of people about their lives and the things and events that bring meaning and depth to them. My hope for you is that this space provides you inspiration and the encouragement to curiously dive a little deeper into that which creates more connection and growth in your own life. I'm really happy that you're here, and I hope that you enjoy. Thank you. Hey, I hope that you're doing well, and I'm really excited that you are listening to this episode. Um, This episode was recorded in 2021 um, with a really good friend of mine named Augusta, um, who we used to work together back when I lived in Birmingham, Alabama a few years ago. Um, And I've always really liked Augusta because she is someone who is it's so easy to have conversations with her just you can just dive right in and have really honest um kind of vulnerable conversations and so I'm, I'm excited that you guys get to listen in on this one um this like I said this episode was recorded in 2021 so it wasn't part of my mind I guess my thought of the series overall series of making peace but I felt like it'd be a really good conversation to include and to really start off with because we really have a a a thoughtful conversation about grief and so often um especially during the pandemic which I think has been traumatizing for a lot of people but I would just say in life um there does come times where we have to deal with grief and find ways to live with it um, and make peace with it. And so um, I'm just really excited for you guys to listen to it. I hope that you get something from it. Um, I hope that it resonates. And if it does, please let me know. You can email me and message me on social media. All right, enjoy. I'm good. How are you? Good. Can you hear me? Okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. I'm talking to you on speakerphone. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Do I sound okay? Yeah, you do. Okay. <laughs> How you doing? Oh, girl, I'm doing good. I um, I don't know. I'm like, I'm feeling very excited because Trump's out of office. Oh, but God, it's also yeah. that reality of like unclenching your jaws and loosening your shoulders and not even realizing that that was a thing for like the last four years or at least not knowing what to like to what extent so I've just been kind of listening to those feelings and stuff but how have you been I feel like that uh that was really um really well put I think I think I personally have been exhausted. It was like I cried watching, you know, as soon as they swore him in, I started crying and it was just like, I've just been so tired the past couple days and I really do think it's like, oh my God, I can breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, other than that, like, life is good. Like, not everything's perfect, of course. Um, you know, I'm currently pretty much jobless, so I'm working on that, but 
feel like I'm in a I feel like I'm in a good place. Yeah. For all. What were you doing before? Well, still working on movies, but uh, there just isn't a whole lot. And what does come through is, you know, like very limited, like skeleton crew because of COVID regulations. Mm. Understandable and respectable. It's hard. Um, you know, but I mean, like right now, I'm doing catering for talking to mama and trying to find another job so it's just life's tough right now yeah it's um still at that firm girl yeah i am i'm actually sitting at um at a conference room table right now because i had to come in i hate coming in um because like the building it's like a huge building with other offices and building management at least like two or three times a month we'll send an email out saying that like such and such you know someone in the building um got covid and they were in Uh. on this day and it just freaks me out so i literally only come in if i have to but yeah um it's been kind of um I, i mean i feel like it's probably been like this for everybody it's just been a very difficult year in lots of ways for all of us you know yeah so it's and it's kind yeah. of it's it's kind of yeah. weird um because I don't think I've ever had to navigate something of this magnitude in my life <laughs> um yeah. you know like I feel like obviously like our grandparents had yeah. to deal with you know different wars and this and that and like and like cold war and this fear of like get, you know getting blown up and having to crawl under desks and stuff but I feel like this is the first time that I've it's like exhausting living out historic moments seemingly every day yeah I think it's really interesting um, you know I was listening to the inauguration speech and it was like Jesus you know like we really got hammered yeah. this past year like hammered yeah um, I don't know. I just, I, I've experienced so much grief. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so, like, so much grief, yet so much healing. But, you know, we don't get to the healing part without the grief, yeah. without the, you know, the pain. Um, I'm curious, like, in, in grief in what way? Um, like people that you know have died or do you mean the kind of like emotional grief yeah no um i mean more emotional grief Mm -hmm. in the sense that like um you know grief about it's one of those things where you know the the pandemic you know everything blew up in march um you know, and life slowed down a lot, and we had a lot of time at home to ourselves to really, I think, reflect. Um, because it's sort of that thing of no matter where you go, there you are. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I feel like a lot of things that were perhaps easier to skim over before in life, I just 
rushing around and staying busy and staying focused on other things and and um and I think not having that for months left me here in my home. You know, I have an autoimmune disorder, so it's pretty much home 95% of the time for months. Mm. And let me tell you, that gets <laughs> that gets really intense when it's mostly just yourself. But I mean, grief as far as, you know, I'm almost 33, and I guess grief is... If, Grieving what I thought my life would look like at this point, I suppose. Grieving my marriage mm. that ended um, a little under two years ago, I guess. No, yeah. Um, grief over, like, past heartache and things I haven't healed from. And, I mean, I've done a lot of therapy with, uh, work with my therapist during quarantine um or during the pandemic specifically during quarantine um on just certain aspects of childhood you know like Mm -hmm. grieving things for the little girl that I once was a little girl in me you know I mean it's just it's all across the board and I say grief because I think that's the easiest way for me to explain it that's the easiest word for me to use for it because that's that is what it that is what it is the other thing you know I think is so interesting and I've been talking to my roommate about this is there's grief for this the just the state of the world in general absolutely you know and I was leading with more of a with personal aspects of it but um, you know the introspective parts but as far as the things that have occurred in the past year the 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 horrible injustices I mean racial economic I mean the things that we have seen in this past year alone are so horrifying and what I hear you know when these terrorists attacked the capital what I kept hearing was this is not America this is not how America is these things don't happen in America and I kept saying but this is America and this is happening this is our current state this is the reality this is America wake up you know like (laughs) we gotta do something yeah you keep saying this isn't America. This is America. Oh, girl. I'm already, like, getting teary-eyed. It's like... I honestly have not had this conversation with anyone, honestly, about the grief, like, that goes unspoken and how oftentimes I feel like we don't talk about it because it's almost like we compare our grief to other bigger griefs, you know? So it kind of goes unspoken. Um, yeah. So I feel like this for me is really, in a way, kind of therapeutic because I just I haven't I haven't talked about any of this with anybody, you know. Um, and yeah. I feel like it's really timely. Um, Post inauguration, you know, because I think so many of us want to feel like this is a fresh start. 
Um, uh-huh. But there's still that, like, I know I haven't dealt with, I guess, more of the emotional grief of, you're right, like, the loss of how we imagined our lives to be. Um, I mean, I'm 20, I'll be 28 in a couple of months, and even I'm, like, kind of feeling that of, like, wow, I hoped that things would be this way, and it's really this way. Like, how do I reconcile that in my mind? And Right. The feeling of, like, a whole year being gone. (laughs) Yes. Um, How anxiety-inducing is that? Yeah. an entire year. Yeah. Um, So I I totally, I totally understand, you know, what you're talking about. Um, And I've also been, you know, what's also been interesting, because I've also been doing, like, therapy, too, is... Like in the last year, there's been so much that's come up that I've remembered about my childhood um, that I don't necessarily know I would have remembered had we not been forced to slow down. Absolutely. And, and, And yes, I absolutely agree. And that's that's my experience as well. It has been my experience as uh, you know, it was so funny to me. Um, I saw a meme. I guess it was it was early on during quarantine, maybe April, and I saw a meme about you know everyone was running out to the store to buy stuff to bake bread, and like people were learning how to embroider, and you know just like funny shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, how everyone was taking up hobbies, which is great. And also what I started to do, but but when I really sat and thought about it and meditated on it, reflected on it, what I was doing was distracting myself. Mm. What I was doing was distracting myself because I was so uncomfortable with, with just me, with just me, period. And I had no idea. Mm. I really didn't. It's shocking. Yeah. I agree. Um, so how have you learned to sit with yourself? Specifically over the last year with all of the, like the, the uncertainty and the just everything. Girl, I'll have to take that shit day by day. <laughs> You can take the shit part out if you want. But no, I'm leaving it. Okay. <laughs> I just have to take that shit day by day. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, that's the only way. You know, I mean, there's certain things that we can do, like having a routine and exercising and meditating and, you know, having, like, Skype parties with our friends or whatever and socially distance hangouts. But... <laughs> But it just, it just is day by day. Mm. And I think, you know, one thing that really has helped me get through is gratitude. It's like gratitude and acceptance. You know, it's crazy what happens when I accept something. It's it's suddenly so much easier. Uh, but yes. it's so if hard. If I accept that this is 
this is what this is, mm-hmm. then I can accept that and I can do something about that. But it's so hard to do. <laughs> Oh, I feel like I'm always oh, no. fighting against reality. <laughs> I know, but but I think you know you, you mentioned this earlier, and you said something about comparing our grief to others, and I think a really good example of you know that comparison of experience is I went a month with you know, my checking account overdrawn $200 and mm-hmm. my parents offered to help me a little with groceries. But other than that, like, I was having to like sell my things for cash and like live that way. Um, but I had a roof over my head and I had food in my fridge and I had gas in my car and I had the ability to keep looking for a job. And that is the only thing that kept me from losing my mind. Mm. What about you? Oh, what about me? What do I do to? (laughs) Yeah, like how do you keep how do you keep from losing your shit? Oh man. Um. Oh gosh. Well, if I'm feeling. if I'm if I'm trying to escape myself, then <laughs> which is it never works. Um, I, I watch lots and lots of TV or I scroll through Instagram or something like that, which just creates a nasty spiral. But the the more productive, healthier way that I not lose my shit is, um, and I was telling a friend about this. So I actually started creating a list of um, things that bring me joy. A gratitude list. Well, okay, hold on. It's things that bring me joy or and slash things that help me release the energy, like that just shitty negative energy. Yes. Um, top on the list is throwing myself on my bed and crying hysterically. Um, that that works usually. Um, <laughs> when I did that a, 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 a lot. Mechanism? Yeah. Okay, is that your favorite cry place? Yes, I literally will throw myself on my bed. Okay, some girlfriends of mine and I were talking about our favorite cry places recently. Really? So, yeah, so we're not alone in this. Oh my gosh, that makes me feel so much better. Shower. Uh, A friend of mine is her closet away from her two children. Mm. Uh, So, yeah, everybody's got their cry place. People need to really start talking about their cry places because I'll tell, like, I have a couple friends I've told, like, or just people that have been like, oh, yeah, this is what I do when I'm feeling, like, not great or have this pent-up energy. And as soon as I mention that I, like, throw myself on my bed and I cry hysterically, they kind of bypass it. They're like, oh, really? So you like to read? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I like that, too. That works, too. <laughs> oh, love it. Um, but really just oh oh, oh, this kind of goes back to what i was trying to say um i didn't finish my point earlier when i was talking about comparison of experiences yeah something that i've learned and that people around me have had to help me remember is that just because 
my situation may not be as dire as someone else's does not invalidate my experience and my feelings mm-hmm. so my struggles are my struggles um you know and they are totally valid yeah and so it's hard i have to remember not to dismiss my own feelings and emotions about things because they aren't you know what you know a friend of mine is going through or you know the world is going through um so I think that's really something that's something to remember too is like when you have to fling yourself on your bed in tears that's valid mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you know give yourself the grace and the space to do that and honestly doing that I feel like that maybe that is kind of a way of coping with the grief because um I actually was reading uh, something about the way that um people in like the western world grieve versus people in like the eastern part of the world and how it's in more and also like indigenous cultures and how we're almost like like here it's it's like you we don't grieve you know it's just you give yourself one day to cry if someone you know you know if something happens and then you just move on but like to actually have that time to like space out that time to actually outwardly grieve I feel like there's something really important about that yeah and I think I think grief is something that is very sacred in a way and I understand that and I understand the desire for that that grief to be private or for you to grieve however you grieve because everyone does it differently um but i'll speak for myself and say that from personal experience yes you're absolutely right it's like something tragic happens we give ourselves you know a a beat to Mm. try and process it i think i think we try Mm -hmm. um but I know that I don't ever really give myself the permission and the space, you know, to, to do that for myself. Yeah. To take care of this emotional needs. Yeah. Ugh. This is good. This is a great conversation. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad. Yeah. I never know where... I wasn't sure what we were going to discuss. Yeah, I was about to say, I never... I always enter into, like, conversations not knowing what we're going to talk about. And it's always really... It's kind of, like... It's really good because I feel like most of our instincts are to try to, like, plan everything out and have all the questions right and, and... so it's kind of like a, a good pause button on needing to have the right questions or the right answers. Well, I think it's I think it's so appropriate, especially for the subject matter, because um, I absolutely agree in that it is important for us to you know hold this space for ourselves and allow others um, the same to mm-hmm. do for themselves and respect that 
process and each other. Um, you know, I, I think that's, I don't know, I think it, it makes sense for it to not be, you know, a Q&A. It's, it was a conversation. It's real. It's genuine. And, and I think that's important. Um, those are important conversations for us to have right now. Yeah. Well, thank you for having it with me. <laughs> yeah, of course. If you enjoyed this episode or the podcast in general, I would love to hear from you and to know what part resonated. This podcast is literally rooted in connecting with people, and that includes you as a listener. To get in touch, you can email me at kashara at kasharajohnson.com. That's K-A-S-H-A-R-A. Or you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at kashara underscore Johnson. Thanks so much for listening. Talk soon.